Hello everyone, happy Friday, and welcome to the Simply Kennedy podcast. I have so much to talk about today, but are we even surprised because I feel like I always have so much to talk about. Today's going to be an exciting episode though. As always, before we get started, I do have a little pre-recorded ad for you, so here's that pre-recorded ad. Alright, thank you so much for listening to that pre-recorded ad. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts and as a podcast listener, I know exactly how annoying it can be to have to listen to ads. But as a podcast host, I really do appreciate it, so thank you. Like I said, I have lots to talk about today. Before I get into that, I do want to just shamelessly self-promote a little bit. So first of all, I have a new podcast. It's a limited series podcast. It's running for five weeks beginning today, Friday, September 16th, all the way through October Uh, I don't have the date right in front of me, but it's going to be five weeks. It's going to run through Hispanic and Latino Heritage Month. It's called Cultura Conversations. Really great show. Um, So if you want to check that out, that will be on anchor.fm slash Cultura Conversations. That's anchor.fm slash C-U-L-T-U-R-A Conversations. It is in English, so no worries. But if you prefer Spanish, también hay contenido extra donde hago un resumen en español de cada capítulo. So let's get that out of the way. The other thing I want to shamelessly self-promote for a quick second is this show, Simply Kennedy. I have a new segment. It is bonus content. It's called Monday Music Minute. It is only available on Spotify. It's not because I prefer my Spotify listeners more than any other listeners or anything like that. It's because Spotify is the platform that allows me to do so. Essentially, every Monday, I pick two songs curated especially for the listeners of this podcast, and I play them, and I give you a little explanation as to why I pick them, and it's just a great thing to do as you're maybe getting ready for your week on Monday or on your way to school or work or whatever it is that you do, and that happens every Monday on Spotify, so check that out. This past Monday, I played two songs that were Disney because I said that I wanted to talk about some Disney announcements that happened at D23. So that's what we're going to talk about first on today's episode. So in case you don't know, D23 is a big event. Essentially, think like San Diego Comic Con levels of event, but it is just Disney and all of its entities. So Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Disney Plus, Disney Channel, all that good stuff. So I wanted to talk about a few of the announcements and stuff that they made this past weekend. So the first thing is the first trailer for the new Percy Jackson series dropped. I am so excited. Now, I read the Percy Jackson books back in like middle school and high school. I was completely obsessed and I actually the first Percy Jackson book was released on my birthday so fun fact um back in I believe 2005 or 2006 and my best friend and I really love Percy Jackson. We've made blue cupcakes in honor of Percy before and whatnot so I'm a huge fan but as you all know the original Percy Jackson films were just not it. It's no fault to the actors or anybody involved. It's just, it was poorly written, to say the least. And so, fans of the books don't really like the movies. I mean, the standalone, I guess, if you take them away from the books, they're fine. But in terms of being a book-to-movie adaptation, they're not great. So, seeing this trailer, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you check it out. This is not sponsored in any way. I just, like, if you want to see it, check it out. Uh, but it, it looks so good, and it's just the first teaser trailer. According to the Disney Plus um, 
website or app or whatever you would call it it says that it's not coming to 2024 which is like seriously how do you have a trailer and you're gonna make us wait so long but i i think the wait will be well worth it just based on the trailer um one of the things i really like is that they're using young actors that are actually past for i don't know if they're actually 12 i don't think they are but they pass for 12 which is the age that percy was in the books whereas you know the original didn't do that they had like 17 year olds or 18 year olds so I, I have high expectations for this I also know that Rick Riordan is heavily involved Rick Riordan wrote the books and I think he had little to no involvement with the films I want to say no involvement whatsoever so I'm excited that he does have involvement with the series and I think it's going to be great I also think that Disney Plus has done some really great original series so it should be very interesting and I'm very much looking forward to it. And I think it's great that they dropped a trailer. I think it definitely is building hype. I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, knowing that Rick Riordan is involved, uh, I, I have higher expectations. But still, based on how the films went, I was a little bit iffy. I wasn't sure what to expect. But just based off that first teaser trailer, I'm very excited. And I think it's going to be a much more accurate to the books adaptation. So that's very exciting. And of course, I will continue to talk about Percy Jackson and the series and any updates that come about as time goes by here on the podcast. There was also several announcements from Marvel. Um, we got the first trailer for Secret Invasion, which I think is going to be very cool, very interesting. I'm a huge Marvel Comics fan as well, and so I've read a lot of the comics that some of these films or series are loosely based off of. I say loosely because Marvel doesn't really follow the comics like that, but uh, I, I don't know much about Secret Invasion, so I don't, I can't speak to it too much. Just what I'll say is based on the trailer, it looks good. And the other thing I'll say is that um, I think they're definitely working towards incorporating. I mean, we already know Daredevil. He's coming back. He's getting his own series. That was another announcement that was made. And we saw him in Spider-Man No Way Home. And now, like, this Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s connection as well. They're definitely trying to incorporate the shows the that used to be part of um marvel television studios which no longer exists and all those shows were scrapped and we thought they were not canon but it appears they might actually be canon which is very exciting i am I'm, I'm very excited for that and i hope some of the other marvel series get to be brought back as well i would love for runaways to come back y'all know i love that series so That'd be great. The other thing I wanted to talk about that Marvel announced at D23 is Thunderbolts. So we knew we were getting Thunderbolts. They announced that actually at San Diego Comic-Con over the summer, but they just announced who will be the Thunderbolts. So we will have two of our beloved characters returning. Well, a bunch, but Yelena, who plays, I guess, the new Black Widow. I don't know if it's confirmed that she's, like, Black Widow, but she's a Black Widow. She's um, Natasha Romanoff's sister. So Yelena, played by Florence Pugh, who I adore, is returning for Thunderbolts. We also have, unexpectedly, I didn't expect this one, but Bucky, or Winter Soldier, as you might better know him, is returning, um, played by Sebastian Stan, which is very exciting as well. We're also going to have Red Guardian, who's Yelena's father, returning, and a few other characters that you've seen before. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, U.S. Agent, as well, who is kind of that 
he was Captain America, then Sam got to be Captain America, so he kind of became this U.S. agent. We got, we were getting, you know, these anti-heroes, and I'm really excited. Um, the way Kevin Feige, who's the, um, obviously president of Marvel Studios, announced it at D23, is that essentially right now there is no Avengers, as we know, so this will be the new kind of superhero group. But they're not heroes, they're anti-heroes, and I think that's going to be very fun to explore. I love this kind of like gray area of they're not villains, they're not heroes, it's not so black and white, and I'm very excited to see how Marvel goes about that. And I'm also still holding out like hope for Young Avengers or just like some new Avengers, even West Coast Avengers would be really cool to see, but I'm super excited about Thunderbolts. Uh, also from D23, oh, and actually before I move on and stop talking about Marvel, uh, this is not relevant to D23, but if you haven't already seen She-Hulk, I highly, highly recommend you go watch it. It is so good. Uh, I know there's been a lot of people criticizing it, and I'll be honest, the CGI is not all that, but if you're able to look past that, it's very comedic, very self-aware. It's not to be a ton of action or anything like that I know a lot of people don't like it I for one think it's very accurate to the comics and the way that Jen Walters and She-Hulk in general are portrayed in the comics there is a lot of breaking of the fourth wall and a lot of self-awareness and I think it's if you like maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor I think you'll like this there's also several cameos that might interest you as well so if you're interested in that, check it out. I will say, don't just listen to the reviews. Give it a chance. I know there's a lot of bad reviews on it, and I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit, like, yeah, the CGI is not all that, but again, if you're willing to look past it, I think it's a pretty good series overall. And the next thing I want to talk about from D23 is we got the first trailer for The Little Mermaid live action with Halle Bailey as Ariel. And I am so excited. I actually, like, minutes after the trailer dropped, I was on my phone. Actually, I pulled up YouTube on the TV, and I was watching the trailer. I adore The Little Mermaid. Ariel is one of my favorite princesses. I think, like, Jasmine, Elsa, a few others. But Ariel is in my top favorite princesses. And I had the wonderful opportunity to meet Miss Jodie Benson, who plays the voice of Ariel. I got to take a picture with her. I got to meet her. And in two different instances, I got to watch her sing part of your world live. So that was an amazing experience. And I was so excited to see the trailer for this live action. I love the Aladdin live action. I know we're getting the Snow White live action with the Latina Snow White played by Rachel Zegler, which I'm also extremely excited for. So I was so excited for the Little Mermaid trailer and it did not disappoint. First of all, Halle Bailey has some incredible vocals as we know her and her sister Chloe are just incredible singers and I, I saw them act on Grownish prior to you know Hallie being cast in The Little Mermaid and I really like them on that show as well that show is obviously more sitcom and just a different style of acting overall but I liked them there and so I was really excited and the trailer did not disappoint I saw a lot of people disliking the trailer and I've seen a lot of comments that and I don't like to get too political on here but borderline are racist and if you have a problem with The Little Mermaid being black then you really should reevaluate um, just you as a per yourself as a person and your beliefs because there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Representation and diversity are so important and so many young girls um, or so many I guess parents of young girls posted videos of their daughters reacting to the trailer. Black little girls seeing themselves represented by a Disney princess. So that is beautiful and that honestly like even made me tear up. So if you have a problem with it, 
I think you're the problem, honestly. Like, I hate to get that, um, that, how do I say? I guess that aggressive about it, but it's true. Also, I saw, like, a lot of people trying to pretend like their issue is not that she's black, but that her hair's not red. And, yeah, her hair is red. It's a darker shade of red, but it's a red that makes more sense for a live action. Like, nobody's hair is that fiery red. That's perfect for animation. But a lot of times when you do something from animation to live action, there is going to have to be changes. Also, um... Oh gosh, I lost my train of thought there, but I was just, I was going to say something else about the red hair. Um, I'm not sure where I was going with that, so I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Just, if you have a problem, if you're trying to, and also if you're trying to disguise it as like, the red hair, like, no, that's not the issue. Um, I say appreciate it for what is, oh, I know what I was going to say, we were talking about Percy Jackson and that trailer dropping, and Percy in the books has black hair, and this Percy has blonde hair, and I haven't seen many people complaining about that, so why, you know, if this kind of stuff really matters, then why aren't we going to complain in every aspect, you know what I mean? So, anyway, I just want to say that I think Halle Bailey is going to be an incredible Ariel, and I can't wait to see it, and I'm going to go watch it in the theater, and I'm probably going to sing and probably get kicked out of the theater for singing, but that's okay, um, yeah. Now, the last thing I want to talk about from D23 is High School Musical, the musical, the series. First of all, the cast did an incredible live performance of um, uh, High School Musical from High School Musical 3. And I also believe they did one of the songs from Frozen. I'm trying to think. I want to say it was for the first time in forever. Or was it What Do You Know About Love? I can't remember. But they did two songs. Incredible cast. Now led by Sophia Wiley. Now that Olivia Rodrigo had her exit from the show. Which I'll talk about in a second. But... Sophia Wiley killed it. I saw a video from D23 and her dancing and singing and absolutely a superstar. Um, and then they announced season four is happening. Now here's where it gets crazy. If you've never seen High School Musical the Musical the series, here's a little background info and you're still probably going to be confused and you might even be confused even if you have seen it. But High School Musical the Musical the series is essentially about the kids who go to East High, the school where they filmed High School Musical. So in their universe, High School Musical is a movie. This past season, I'm not even going to get into like seasons two and three because I think that'll just get way too confusing if you've never seen it. But this past season, Corbin Blue did um, guest star as himself because it's a universe where High School Musical is a movie. So essentially, it's kind of our universe, if that makes sense. And... Um, it's very extremely meta this past season again I don't want to get too far into what second and third season because that'll just like really confuse you but this past season the plot was that they went to summer camp and at summer camp they were putting on a performance of Frozen and it was the first ever live performance of Frozen so they were making a documentary about it for Disney Plus. Disney Plus is the platform where High School Musical and Musical the series comes out on so very 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 meta. Well, if you thought that wasn't meta enough, it's getting even more meta because they announced that season four is going to be about the kids, the East High students returning to East High, and they're putting on a production of High School Musical 3 this time. Seems simple enough, but in addition to that, they also, um, High School Musical 4, a fictional movie that does not exist in our universe, only in their universe as of right now, is being filmed, 
and they all get to be extras in that movie. So very, very, very meta, a little bit confusing. Uh, hopefully, though, that means we're getting some guest appearances by some high school musical stars. I think it means it's very possible, so we'll see what happens, but I, I think... Um, that might be why Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron were at East High recently posting pictures. I would love it if they were back, and I would love it if, like, Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabiel and Corbin Blue were already on the series, but it would be super cool if they were in it again. And Monique Coleman went to the premiere of High School Musical and Musical Series Season 3, so maybe that means she'll be in it too. I would love to see the whole cast back together. Um, my nostalgic self would probably, like, self-implode, but that's fine, that's fine. And aside from D23, in terms of High School Musical and Musical the Series, the season three finale happened this week, and it was very emotional for me for no reason whatsoever, but this was Olivia Rodrigo's last episode. She was only a guest star this season, whereas in the previous two seasons, she was a main character so we knew it was coming that she was going to exit the show she did she did have a contract originally for four seasons but obviously her team somehow got her out of that and we knew her exit was coming we knew that was something that was happening she's just too big of a star too busy you know it happens so but I was not expecting to get so emotional I'm not going to spoil it all I'm going to say is for some reason it made me very emotional and if you have been a fan of the show since 2019 and if you discovered Olivia on the show you will probably be just as emotional as I was and then also again no spoilers but the season three finale was very very good probably one of my favorite episodes of the entire series um season one was such a good season season two was not all that and I know a lot of people decided not to watch season three based off of season two but if you're one of those people I highly recommend you go back and watch season three because yeah I'll agree season two was not all that but season three just next level almost at season one levels and I'm so excited to see what season four is going to bring especially if we get some of those high school musical cast cameos or appearances so that's all I have to say about that the other I have um some Netflix shows I want to talk about too lots of shows I'm talking about today but um Cobra Kai season five came out last Friday one week ago I am obsessed. I have already rewatched it twice. It is so good. I've talked about how much I love this show in the past and season five did not disappoint. I won't give any spoilers just because it has only been out for a week. Um, maybe I'll get some spoilers next week or like more of an in-depth review if you guys want that. But season five, so good. Appearances you might not expect. Plot twists you might not expect. More drama, more insanity more chaos so good so go watch it you will not be disappointed um highly 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 recommend uh then the other thing I want to talk about is never have I ever another show you guys know I'm obsessed with actually if I have to say my top two favorite shows at this moment in time it would be Cobra Kai and never have I ever so um yeah that that tells you a lot about those shows and how much I love them so yeah never have I ever season four we already know is coming out eventually it's already been filmed it's going to be their last season season three just came out in what was it July August August I believe season three just came out in August so very recent and 
they have now started to kind of promote like season four coming soon so who knows i think it's very likely that we will have season four a lot sooner than we expected the interesting thing is um going back to cobra kai for a second they filmed season four and season five at the same time just like never have i ever did and season four came out in january and season five came out last week so about a nine month difference but it's looking like never have i ever might have nine months or less which is really great because i hate waiting a whole year for a season but anyway what i wanted to say is that netflix to doom if you haven't heard it's kind of like another part of netflix where they just kind of have bonus content and stuff they're having a big event and they're supposed to have i believe like a trailer for never have i ever or at least some kind of teaser well it got leaked not the trailer but the a clip got leaked that's supposed to premiere at to doom no spoilers, really. I mean, it's something it's about to. It's something they're about to announce. But if you want to hear what the leak is, apparently Michael Cimino from Love Victor, who I loved in that show, is going to be joining the cast, and I think he's going to be another love interest for Davy, which is kind of crazy because Davy gets a new love interest every season. That girl is always in a love square, which is fine. But uh, I think I'm really excited to see him join the show. First of all. I love when Latinos join shows. Latino representation, am I right? And this show in particular has a lot of POC representation, which is great. Um, and we do know that Paxton is also going to be returning. He graduated last season, and so there was a lot of debate. Is Paxton coming back? He is coming back. Hopefully him and Davey are endgame, just saying. Um, so yeah, that was some of the leaks. But I think in general, this just kind of proves season four might be coming a lot sooner than we expected so as soon as we know when season four is coming i will let you all know because i just love that show so much also speaking of netflix another show i want to highly recommend is partner track on netflix i binge watched that show in one entire day which is well i was gonna say kind of rare for me but like also it's not i'm a professional binge watcher at this point such a good show I i'm not gonna like try to explain it it's a little i mean it's basically this girl she's an attorney she's trying to become a partner at her firm and a lot of crazy stuff happens as well as a love triangle which I love apparently Netflix loves as well so check it out highly recommend um I also want to talk about well these two things are kind of related so I guess I'll just kind of find a way to segue into them so spider-man no way home the more fun stuff edition is at the theater right now i went to go see it uh actually i went on labor day because um it was like this the weekend of labor labor day weekend on saturday all the movie tickets were i think like four dollars so i went that day and i went to go see it there is some new scenes some stuff i really liked one particular scene that was very out of pocket that i'm not even gonna mention because um I, I don't want to spoil it, but there is several new scenes. I Here's what I'll say. A lot of people are like, is it worth it to go see it again? I'll say this. It's 11 minutes of additional scenes. They are spread out. Some of it is like, maybe they added a little bit of dialogue to one scene. Maybe it's a completely new scene. There is a new end credit scene as well, because obviously the Multiverse of Madness trailer was the original end credit scene, but that already came out, so there's no point to have the trailer there. Um, so there is a new end credit scene. There's a few new scenes. Um, some of them are a little blink and you'll miss them. But if you love the movie, I love the movie so much. I, if you want to go see it again, not so much just because you want new scenes, but more so like you're just interested in seeing it one last time at the theater, then I highly recommend it. Now, if you're only going because you want to see the new scenes, I think it might be a little bit of a waste just because 
it the, the new scenes they're good they're super good scenes don't get me wrong but there's not that much to make it worth it if that's the only reason you're going I know a lot of those new scenes have been leaked and I I have a feeling and which is sad because I already bought it on DVD but I have a feeling they're going to release a DVD um with the new scenes at some point so if you are only seeing it for the new scenes, not worth it. If you are seeing it because you want to see the movie again and the new scenes are a great additional bonus, then go and watch it again. What are you doing? Go. Um, and speaking of Spider-Man No Way Home and our girl Zendaya, because you know how she shines in that movie, she just won her second Emmy this week. She won for her role as Rue in Euphoria. She um, won Best Actress in a Drama Show. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she's the youngest actress to ever win the Emmy. I think once, but also twice now. So, absolutely incredible. Zendaya's an incredible actress. Um, Euphoria is a very intense show, but she kills it on there. And I also want to just mention, she was dressed stunningly. This black Valentino gown. Google images of it if you haven't. Or check out, I, I don't know if it's on her Instagram or what, but find pictures of it if you haven't already because she literally is stunning I mean she always kills it on the red carpet she is a fashion icon and we know that and the FDA even recognized FDA not the FDA oh my gosh what is it the um oh my goodness the 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 fashion award she got (laughs) never mind um but anyway Zendaya is a fashion icon so not only did she just win her second Emmy because she's just that amazing but she also just one best dressed at the Emmys in my opinion which is very fitting because it is New York Fashion Week by the way yeah see my segue I did there very good um and yeah there's lots to talk about but I might maybe do another episode about that or something we'll see what happens but um Fendi had their fashion show and they were uh, it's the anniversary of their baguette bag and so they did a whole show about that and my one of my favorite singers who you all know I always talk about Dana Paola um she was there and she's a Fendi ambassador so it made sense that she was there but she actually sat next to Kim Kardashian and they took a picture together and I was so excited because yeah I mean two fashion icons and both at the Fendi show super cool also um Vogue did a fashion show called Vogue World kind of celebrating you know Vogue and everything it's about and whatnot and both Gigi and Bella Hadid um walked in it and Serena Williams which is super cool she just retired um no Venus just retired didn't she I just made that up never mind but um Serena Williams walked in it and um all three of them were amazing and I think it was a really cool show so I think you can find that somewhere online. At least you can find the images on Vogue um, on their Instagram as well. So check that out if you're interested. And the last thing I'm going to briefly mention, not that I, there's much to talk about because, like, it was so secret, but Beyonce just had her birthday party. It was apparently um, disco roller themed or something like that. And lots of celebrities, super star-studded. People were um, kind of surprised that Kim Kardashian was there since there's always been like kind of this rumor that they have a feud but she was there Kris Jenner was there Khloe Kardashian was there Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly pretty much it was Zendaya um Adele pretty much everyone and anyone who you can think of was there it was probably one of the most star-studded events and there's been pictures posted here and there online but it was pretty um secret or like exclusive um 
or not exclusive I guess like pretty low-key not low-key either I'm trying to think of the word like I guess mainly there was not a lot of pictures or like stuff on the internet about it but there's a few I think um, Megan Fox absolutely stunned as she tends to do and she totally killed the theme in the best way ever so yeah if you want to check out photos from that I would just do a google search like I said there's not too much but it does look like everybody was getting pretty turned up um it, it looks like it was a, a, good, a good time to say the least if you see the paparazzi photos from that but that's all I want to talk about in today's episode so before I go a little bit more shameless self-promotion anchor.fm slash Kennedy C links to every platform where this podcast is available you can also send listener messages I would love to hear from you um monday music minute comes out every monday as bonus content exclusively on spotify it'll be under simply kennedy though on spotify my other new podcast cultura conversations anchor.fm slash cultura conversations you can also find it on amazon music iHeartRadio, spotify um audible I think that's everywhere um kennedy c media on facebook my other 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 podcast simply screen reviews anchor.fm slash simply screen reviews i have a youtube channel where i make videos every week uh, i have a fun video this week so maybe check that out kennedy castillo that's k-n-n-e-d-y-c-a-s-t-i-l-l-o my instagram which i never use but if enough of y'all follow me maybe i'll start using it is at kennedy c underscore blog my blog is kennedycblog.com and that's pretty much all the places you can find me on the internet. Actually, you could probably find me in more places if you searched hard enough, but um, that's the main places. So thanks for listening and have a good weekend. The Simply Kennedy Podcast is part of the Simply Podcast Network. For more information about the Simply Podcast Network, visit www.simplypodcastnetwork.com.